Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Let me talk to Marie Kelly, who's a lecturer in physiotherapy at UCC, uh, about the the back pain situation. Because, you know, Marie, I think it's common enough. We'll all suffer some element of it at some point. It is the scaffolding that holds us up. And a lot of our listeners will have experienced back pain at some point in their lives. What are the main causes of it? Good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. You're absolutely correct. Most people will experience back pain and it's a bit like getting tired or having a cold. While some episodes of back pain can be severe and frightening, it's important to remember that most people recover reasonably quickly. And when we say that, we are usually talking about six to eight weeks and generally they don't need to see a healthcare professional. Yeah. While back pain can sometimes be related to a specific injury or a sprain, in most cases, it actually happens for no reason at all. And this does surprise a lot of people. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah, it is. And like we're, there's research at the moment to say that there are many other factors that we wouldn't have really previously thought of that are quite important and can be involved. And this includes things like mood, anxiety, fears, poor relationships at work or home, stressful life events and poor sleep. And I suppose it's a little like a headache. You know, with a headache, you can experience significant pain where the biggest factors are not about damaged tissues, but are more related to high stress or poor sleep, for example, and how these affect our general health. Is that is like if you slept badly? last night you slept awkwardly then you could have a sore neck or back today and it'll just work itself out in in a period of time can you tell the difference between the various different types of back pain and from that when you should worry and when you shouldn't that's a good question thanks very much like I, i suppose in practice we can divide back pain into one of two categories the most common category type is not serious and like i mentioned generally happens for no reason at all the second type relates to serious causes of back pain, such as fracture and infec- infection. But thankfully, these are very rare and only occur in approximately 1% to 5% of cases. Yeah. Clinicians should be able to identify signs and symptoms, which suggests that this serious condition may be present. And really, in fact, this is one of the first things a clinician will do is screen for these. Yeah. yeah. I suppose like when, you, when you need treatment, what are the options then? 
Well, I suppose in regards to treatment, what we would say is that it's important that people don't rush for treatment as back pain generally gets better itself. For back pain, it's more about trying to find the balance between letting the pain settle while still moving. It's a little like a footballer, perhaps he's twisted his or her ankle. Avoiding the aggravating movements and reducing the training for a few days should help. It is important not to fully rest the ankle as it will get stiff and weak. And it's also important that usual daily activities are gradually restarted. And this might be guided by a physio or GP. Right. Unfortunately, a lot of the other treatments that we have, we are not as effective as we once thought. And sometimes the decision to get treatment can lead people to back pain, being referred for costly and ineffective and sometimes harmful tests and MRIs, or sorry, tests and treatments. Right, right, right. So are you suggesting then, Marie, that most of it, or a good proportion of it at least, is just your back is a bit tired and a bit off and will settle itself? Yeah, I suppose like it's going back to that cold sim- analogy. Like often, lots of people would get colds, and like there's no kind of deeper meaning associated with that. You know, you, you, most people will have a, a few colds throughout their life, and it's important that back pain is considered like that. It doesn't mean usually anything more than a bit like a cold or getting tired. Again, lots of people, you know, everyone feels tired at certain points in their life. And it's about considering other lifestyle factors as well, because we do know if someone's under a lot of stress, Mm. they are more likely to get back pain. If perhaps they're not doing a lot of movement or exercising, they're more likely to get back pain. So it's Mm. about considering your overall health and well-being. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. You're you're, you're suggesting then that, that, that for the most part, um, people will not have to ever worry about drugs or surgery or other things. A bit of physio, maybe, or some exercise, Absolutely. or yeah. it'll 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 work. Like as they say in the on, on the football pitch, ah, walk it off, you'll be fine. You you actually can just walk and exercise some back pain, walk it off, and you'll be fine. Absolutely. Now, of of course, I w- we wouldn't say ignore the pain either. You may need to reduce kind of what you're doing, a bit like yeah. that footballer with the sprained ankle. But we would definitely recommend that you don't fully rest because that is one of the worst things you can do because then you'll get a lot of stiffness and weakness. Right. But I wouldn't yeah. kind of carry on like it's not happened either, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I would yeah. adjust what you're doing. Yeah. So if you do have to go to see a professional, like start by coming to a physio, for example, book, book mm-hmm. a physio or, or or book go to see your doctor, for example, or, or exactly. whatever, or go to see a chiropractor or whatever, what, what, what kind of information will they be looking for? So things that they might ask would be things like, when did you start feeling your back pain? Are there any specific movements that make it worse? Are there specific Mm. things or movements that help? Did it start suddenly or did it start more gradually? How have you been trying to manage your back pain so far? Has this helped? What things are you doing differently because of your back pain? And importantly, is there anything you cannot do at the moment because of your back pain? 
But I suppose one of the main goals of physio is to try and get people back doing everything that they were doing and want to be doing. And yeah. another question that would stem from this would be like, what things do you miss doing since the back pain started? Because sometimes people will have be unable to do certain things. Yeah. And then a, a question in relation to like how much they're exercising or moving. And is this less than perhaps when the back pain started? Yeah. Are different types of pain more significant than others? Like you have stabbing pain or a shooting pain or a constant ache. Do different pains indicate different urgency? Um, I suppose what we found is that pain isn't a great indicator of harm or danger because there's a lot of instances where, you know, people will have a lot of pain. And then structurally, you know, everything is fine. So but what I would say is like a stabbing and burning or shooting pain would be more it would be more irritable. If that makes sense, mm. it's a little bit more difficult to cope with rather than if something's kind of a constant ache. Yeah. And so people that have those types of pains are more likely probably to see a healthcare professional. And um, and perhaps they might find that they're a little bit more concerned about those type of pains. But those type of pains in itself wouldn't be unusual. They, they would be qu- quite common. Yeah, and they know, wouldn't you know, in, in itself suggest anything more sinister or serious, yeah. if that makes sense. You know sense. these 1 to 10 pain scales? Like they're, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like them because, let's face it, my 5 is somebody else's 3. Exactly. You know, exactly. Or somebody else's yeah. 7. Do you know what I mean? They're on, but at what point... <clears throat> At what point should you start to be worried about mm-hmm. pain? And that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Like the pain, it's it's very different. It's very personal and does differ from person to person. But I suppose going back to those kind of questions that a physio or a healthcare profession would ask, it's more in relation to how much it's interfering with your day to day life. Um, how much it's having an impact? You know, have you had to take any time off work? Um, you know, are you not doing a lot of the things that you would previously be doing hobby-wise, perhaps? Yeah. And how that's mm. having an impact on you. Those are the type of things that would, in and of itself, be more important maybe than the pain okay. scale on its own. Okay. All right. Listen, you've been helpful. Thank you very much for being with me today. That's Marie Kelly. She's a lecturer in physiotherapy at UCC. Courts 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.